following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips and Bill Jones. Well, at least for one day, the Cowboys got their swagger back. Bill Jones with Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Mickey Blandino. <laughs> As this is Talking Cowboys on a Victory Monday at the Star. Mickey, you got your NFL hat on today. I, I was trying to come in like you. Yeah, with a hat. No, no shower today. No huh? shower this morning. Yeah. You really look like you're doing a bit right now. There was like you really sh- look like it's like you lost a bet or it's Halloween or something. No, I probably won a bet. That's right. Because he picked the Cowboys to win. Mickey walked in with his swagger back. Well, you could talk to Mickey. <laughs> That's right. Mickey, what's your record overall? Uh, what's that got to do with it? <laughs> I'm just asking. This is, this is a week-to-week NFL, I, I, I'm, right? I'm just, it's what did, I'm just matter asking. Matter of fact, I got, a, I, got a, I got a quote right here from Cole Beasley that says when he was asked, who are you guys? And yeah. he said, you are who you did that week. Huh? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Basically, uh, I care. What you did why did that you? Week? Why did you pick that quote? What you did <laughs> that week? Because I now am we're for two. I am who I did this uh, week. This is off to a struggling start. Okay, I'm, so I'm uncomfortable in my workplace as we begin another week <laughs> of talking Cowboys. And wow, who saw that coming? Not even Mickey saw that coming. Uh, Forty to seven. Are you claiming that you saw that coming? I said first one to twenty wins. They got 24 in the first half. <laughs> That's right. That's a fair point. That's fair. Yeah. But, and did know. I not tell you, did you watch them play Kansas City? I did watch them play yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. And yeah. I was not impressed. Yep. Kansas City's a good offense, though. Yeah, but they're not a very good defense and held them to 13 points. They gave yeah, up no, 40 last night. It was going to be It was going to be on their uh, offense, though, too. That was going to be they their their offense is just as struggling as the Cowboys is. That's right, thirteen there are, points. There are four quarterbacks in the NFL whose offenses produced forty or more points yesterday. That would be Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Sam Darnold in the New York Jets, and Dak Prescott in your Dallas Cowboys. How about that? Yep. Hmm. Pretty high cotton there. That's right. That's right. How many plays defense have to go? Forty-seven yesterday. Something like that. Fifty. 50 total. I think I'm looking at the numbers here off the Jesus site, the NFL Jesus site. It says Dallas ran 72 plays, and the and the Jaguars were at 47. So yep. nice job by the Cowboys uh, holding on to the football there and uh, making some things difficult for that Jaguar offense. I, you know, when once you make them one dimensional, then you see what happens to them. You know, they could not they could not protect or keep uh, complete passes or do what they had to do sustain any kind of drive so great job of the Dallas defense and even better by the Dallas offense to kind of put them stake them to a lead and let them attack that Jacksonville 
offense. Most lopsided, actually, most lopsided wins since uh, 2014, that December game against Indianapolis when the Colts didn't show up at AT&T another AFC Stadium, team. 42 to seven. Yeah, yeah, AFC South team. That one yeah. actually won the Dallas won the division that day. Yeah, that's to right. Stay. Yeah, Anthony Hitchens that played on a really mismatch. bad ankle. Yeah. yeah, it's only the third time they've scored uh, 40 or more points in the last 54 games. Hmm. That one that you mentioned, right. this one, and then they beat San Francisco. I think it was forty to fourteen. Forty to ten or last 10. year. Yeah, okay, yeah. absolutely. 30, Thirty point win. I'm trying to think of a more surprising performance by this team in the last several years. Uh, surprising, Green positive, Bay, maybe <laughs> with a rookie it, quarterback yeah, and winning. Positive, yeah, yeah, that was a big one. But you know, they'd already shown signs that they could go and win a game like that. That just kind Pittsburgh. of that kind of cemented that they were contenders. That one too. That was a surprising one. But just like, given what we'd seen offensively for five games, no question, nobody, including you, Mister <laughs> Hockley, saw that coming. I said first one twenty wins. I didn't say they were score forty. Well, that's oh, there you go. That was surprising. Look at their three road games this year combined, thirty-seven points. I mean, look, the 12, offense had given 12. us point three a game. Yeah. Now, there have been signs at home that they play cleaner football for whatever reason, that it's a young team, they're just kind of settle in better with a home crowd around them. I don't know, but um, that, was, that was impressive. Now, maybe Jacksonville's not all that this year. Maybe they've got some holes, but that personnel defensively is still there. And they're still good at defensive team. Uh, but you that was play. as impressive as I can remember in a lot of years. You can have all the names you want, but you got to play. And we're learning that with this team. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Got to, got to play, and yeah. they didn't play. And I like that Mickey Hockley better than Mickey like Blandino. That? Either yeah. one. You probably like it, too. I don't Show care. Show off your guns later. As long as you get Mickey right, that's all that counts. <laughs> all right, so why did it happen? How did it happen? Tony Romo, I bet in the, on the uh, CBS broadcast, I bet in the first uh, series or two of that game, he said – that's a well-designed play a half dozen times. Yeah, they've had they had some well-designed plays and they had some outstanding execution. I think the fact that they got Dak going in that game early, I think really helped him. The throw to, to gallop along the sideline, boy, I tell you, he took a hard throw as a comparative. He could have hit Alan Hearns running across the field, would have been wide open and probably got a first down, but... If he, he took, was watching, he took a he took a, a big time shot down the field, and you know give uh, give uh, Gallup some credit for going up and getting that football. He timed his leap just right, and it kind of kept the defender on the ground. And you know that's what you got to do, though. We've been talking about Michael Gallup needing to make some plays. It's a shame though they go to him early a couple of times. He had the chance with the t- uh, for the one in the end zone, and then we don't see Michael Gallup the rest of the day. You know, I know Cole Beasley was outstanding because. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars, I don't think, I know the Jacksonville Jaguars were cavalier the way they played their coverage. They felt like that they could just match up one-on-one and they were good enough to beat. You know, and then so they, they put Tyler Patman on uh, Cole Beasley. That was their nickel player. and Oops. Beasley wore him out. Second half, though, Beasley had they what they did was they moved a Bouye inside and then kicked the other guy outside and then buzzed the linebacker on him. So, I don't think Washington's going to allow Cole Beasley to run all over the field like we saw last night. But for one half, the, you know, it looked like to me that Jacksonville said, you're just not good enough to run routes. You're not good enough to get open. And the Cowboys' protection was good enough. The running game was good enough. You know, the quarterback running the football. I, I just think you have to get him in the game. I think you have to get him going. And when that happens for him, he's able to play better, I think. 
And that, had, that's my two cents on that. He had career highs in rushing attempts and rushing yards by halftime. Dak, yeah. that yeah. was uh, well, that, that was what, different. I mean, we saw him running a couple games this year, but not like this. Not both design runs and just scrambling and making things happen. Man, he was when they get doing that. And I don't know if you want to run him that much every game, but it gets the why defense. not? It may be your best bet to having success offensively because you you yeah. start dictating to the defense what you want to do. And he's, you get them, he's a weapon running the football. Many, you get them back on their heels doing that. How many of those 11 do you think were called? Maybe four? They had some read option in there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. four. The rest um, where he was scrambling out of the pocket. Well, and it was like on a bootleg where nothing right. was available nothing to him. Yeah. Yeah. So right? he runs, yeah. Yep. And as go. he said, when you're going to play man-to-man defense like that, I- I've got an opportunity to run with the ball because everybody's down the field. Yeah. So – uh, he had opportunities. Go ahead and use the linebacker to cover Beasley, and then Zeke goes for 61 yards the second half. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's what you need to establish. Let them choose their poison. But you got to make them pay for it when they do it. Previously, when linebackers were doing that, they didn't take advantage of it. Well, against Jacksonville, they did. Was this the return of the bootleg? Well, it was. we talked about this when we were breaking this thing down, was that you have to get this defense to move. And they did. They took advantage, I thought, of an aggressive defense by making them get out of there. And then once you get out of there, then you can, yeah, you can do some things. So they, 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 they unfortunately, he had a run where they got caught. It, it had a, a run that would have been a first down, would have been a pass, would have been a first down. I mean, they clearly grab Swaim. I mean, they tackle Swaim at the line of scrimmage, and the coaching staff's going nuts. But, you know, Dak gets out and gets close to a first down and running. But, yeah, they, they would have been able to hit a couple more plays. The Rico play was a big play, you know, on the backside. Uh, you know, but they did, give, yeah. they did have a sack on one that they didn't right. they got and, in and, chase and, down inside. And that's going to happen to you if, you know, but you're going to, if you can get you're two talking or about th- in Ngakwe in, Gokwe in Gokwe. early third quarter, it's yeah. like they made yeah. an adjustment it, exactly. and took away the bootleg. Well, they, yeah, they did. And they said, you know, they, they were able to, you know, that's the danger you have of running that play. Right. If you get that guy to chase, it's a big play like we've seen in the past. If he, if he doesn't chase, he stays home with the quarterbacks back to the rusher, then all of a sudden you're susceptible to the sack. And that's what happened. That whole concept was such a huge part of the 2016 game plan. It's easy throws for him. And, and, uh, and Romo talked about it on the broadcast, yep. um, that it was like they were got, got back to that. Pull back the curtain a little bit on how teams prepare, how they scout their opponents. Now that we are six games into the season – they just they take what a, a handful of games the the most recent four yeah, games. Yeah, what and, they'll and, do is yeah. If you're talking about how you'll scout the Cowboys, like, like for instance, the for Jacksonville, how they scouted Dallas coming they would, into this game. Yeah, they've taken the four games. They four go, games. Usually goes four games back. You know, sometimes you'll look at teams that play similar style of defense to what you play, and then that's why I went back and watched Tennessee and how Jacksonville would play Tennessee because they're a run heavy team. I wanted to see how that Jets are run heavy. Uh, the Kansas City can be run heavy at times when they're doing it. So, yeah, you go back and try and find combinations of games that might help you give you an idea of where uh, they might uh, might uh, put their defenders. But, but since the Cowboys hadn't run that that much here this season, like they did in 2016, maybe that's one reason that it was more effective this game in Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville was terrified that Ezekiel was going to be able right. to run the ball. Right. I think that's where the commitment all of a sudden comes into – you know, we got to get guys. We got to get guys forward. I mean, you play the Lions and teams like that that are bad against the run. All of a sudden, they're committing guys to, 
you can you could hit some plays like that. Hey, there's so many times. In fact, I remember. Um, well, there's so many times where that defensive end will crash down on Zeke yep. and take away the inside run game. But if he's got to worry about the quarterback on the bootleg, then got to keep him wide. Yeah, and that was. But there were so many options in 2016 off of that, where it opened up stuff for Zeke inside. It made it, as you said, it simplified things for Dak out in the open field, where he would have an underneath route, a mid, you know. But it worked this time. If you think back early in the season, they were running those boots, and they weren't working because yeah. they weren't crashing in as hard right. as Jacksonville did. Yeah. Right. They were going with the quarterback. Right. They were picking up the tight end. They were picking up the wide receiver crossing. That's there was nothing and for he was them, having yeah. to run out of bounds mm-hmm. most of the time. So now that it worked, it looked like, oh, look what they're doing. Yeah. No, they were doing it. They They – defeated Jacksonville at what Jacksonville wanted to do. They wanted yeah. to pressure. They wanted to crash. On one of those keepers that 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 uh, Dak had, they had – it was the fake to, to Zeke. There were four guys on Zeke. Yeah. They were already – and he didn't even – their aggressive style the yeah. yeah, benefited the and, Cowboys. And they played off of that. Yeah. And, and yeah. so now – does that happen next week, or does Washington say, "Whoa, wait a minute! Now we got to do something different," and, and and so it helped him run those plays. It helped him throw the ball. Although other than Beasley, no one had more than two catches. Swain, yeah, and and, and yeah. the only other guy that had two targets was Gallup, and Alan Hearns with zero catches on five targets. By the way, if yeah. we're going to count targets, I'll tell you what though, hell of a play by Alan Hearns to play defense, not to allow Jalen Ramsey to get that interception. Mm-hmm. I mean, that ball's going. I mean, Ramsey's tracking that thing. And Dak just threw it up, thinking that that Hearns was going to be there, and Hearns had to push him out of bounds. I mean, it, he, uh, Ramsey's going to come up with that ball. It's probably going to be on the one yard line or two yard line there in the you know in the third quarter there, fourth quarter maybe. The second half, but yeah. yeah, it was it was a you know it was a great job by Hearns to play defense. He saw he wouldn't get there, and he just drove and knocked Ramsey out of bounds. So if you he doesn't get any catches against his old guys, but he sure made a hell of a defensive play to keep Jalen Ramsey from getting an interception. Which, by the way, I'm going to send that into the league. That, that play looked like an interception to me. Yeah, his his foot was one foot looked like it was in, and then the other one looked down. I'm sending that one in. <laughs> the one you should send in, and the is, one that you mentioned, I'm sending in also. The the, the, the hold. The, yeah, what well, was you, that, you should Swain? send. You know, you should send in the one that. And I wrote about this 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 morning, and it's, uh, I think they're going to post it this afternoon. Is that uh, that Jordan Lewis got cracked on the? There was a threw a route in the middle of the field that that Yeldon caught right in the open field, and and the uh, Keelan Cole came back and cracked him on a blindside block. If they're worried about protecting these players, and then last week you get the call with Xavier Woods saying hitting a defenseless player, well, then you get a crackback block here that should have been called. It happened right in the middle of the field. So if you're going to send in plays, send in that one too. And they, Although they got yeah. that flimsy hold on the – was it the field goal? Yeah. The hold on Swain? He failed holding the guy. That's what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. He tried to grab him. Yeah. Un- unfortunately. You can't get called for intent, can you? Mm. I wanted to hold him. Yeah. You know, early in the game. Which, by the way, that's four field goals and four attempts. That's 15, 15 straight field straight goals. Let's for not Brett overlook Maher. that. 
Maybe that question was legitimate, that guy had or gal. If you missed the first one, it, it, <laughs> settle you down. We were all laughing about that. Oh, yeah. Guy goes, was it, was so, it kind of good to miss that first field goal? And he's like, Are you glad to get that out of the way? Well, he did. Well, and he did. Yeah, so maybe not a bad question after all. <laughs> you know, at the time, it was like, okay, yeah, uh, job's not, on the line. But, yeah, uh, okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Pro Bowl. And the ball was bouncing the Cowboys' way to Twice? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. They were living right yesterday. Well, it's, and again, a heck of a play. Great job by Jalen Smith to get to the sidelines and knock the ball loose. And then, you know, with with and Jordan Lewis Jordan. hadn't hadn't played a whole hell of a lot. You know, Jordan Lewis had a, a great game for a guy that doesn't get many opportunities. But the one thing about it, you know, Wuzie, I was surprised that Wuzie was active. To be honest with you. Just well, he get, might as well not have been because he didn't play yeah, one snap. Didn't get the feeling that he was going to be healthy enough to go and and. But give uh, you know maybe with him not practicing very much that allowed uh, that allowed our guys to get a little bit more work there allowed uh, uh, Anthony Brown to get more work it allowed uh, Jordan Lewis to get and Jordan Lewis came up big in this game a couple another, of different times yeah. He, he, yeah he made a couple of tackles that you know and I I wrote another thing about this he made a tackle right before half and I don't think he gets enough credit for it Jacksonville's got no timeouts but they got the ball they're kind of driving the ball a little bit right before half and they the, the clock is running and he tackles. He tackles the receiver Westbrook in bounds, mm-hmm. and now the Jaguars have no choice but to just let the clock run out. About ten seconds left. Yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They couldn't get another playoff because he couldn't get out of bounds. So, you know, Jordan Lewis made a couple of different plays that probably don't show up in the box score, but you know, nice job on his part, being ready to play uh, when they needed him to be big. He another, played forty of the uh, forty-eight snaps. Yeah. It says on the tackle sheet here. Yeah, another eighty-three so, percent. Another example, living right. They took a 24-0 lead courtesy of a too-many-men-on-the-field penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a killer late, drive. Late in the second quarter, they were punting at their own about the 50-yard line. Jacksonville, dumb penalty, and then they drive another however many plays. It was 78 plays. yards and 16 plays overall. Yeah, yeah. 7-14 right. off the clock. Yeah, those are great drives right there. Well, not if you're you're the team taking the drive. Right. If, if you're the right. team administering the drive, that's a great drive. So. You know, that's we. You know, we. I, I know myself personally. I worried about the Cowboys being able to sustain drives in this game. Oh, and you look at you look at a couple of different ones they had. Nine for fifty-one, seven for forty-eight. You know, that's a couple of you know pretty easy little drives right there. But that sixteen for seventy-eight was an extension. Uh, the nine uh, the nine for forty-seven was a nice one. And they took they took advantage of. I, I just didn't feel like that they could consistently move the ball against this crew. But your seven for seventeen on for, on third downs, and that that says a lot with uh, you know about what because the, they'd been awful on third downs. That kind of doubled what they've been yeah. doing the entire year. But right. and and They're having well said that, uh, since I picked out them for five consecutive games, let's give credit to the offensive line. Yeah, they, they actually did a did. nice job with yeah. protection, uh, run blocking. Uh, and, and you can see it that Dak had the opportunity to step into his throws. Instead of throwing off his back foot so many times, he actually took one or two steps forward when he threw a couple of those deep passes. And amazing, his accuracy improved. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Kudos all around on a Victory Monday. Who remembers the phone number to call? 888-855-2297. We go. take your I phone calls. I can't remember Blackjack or Tommy John, but Jack, I can remember Jack that. Black. Yeah. Blackjack. <laughs> My daughter thought that was rather humorous, Thank by you. the way. And we'll have much more here on Talking Cowboys in just a moment. 
Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Well, Tony Romo liked that play design Sunday against Jacksonville. And in football, guys, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick-draw fly. I didn't see that on Sunday. But, hey, it's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Tommy John's, not to be confused with Jack Black. (laughs) Or Blackjack. Stop yeah. getting the sponsor wrong. It's Jack Black. Hockey. Big 12 championship returns to AT&T Stadium on December 1st. Be there when the top two football teams in the Big 12 Conference face off to become the conference champion. Get your tickets now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. It's the OU Texas rematch on December 1st at AT&T Stadium. Oh, you calling it? that? Is, any, is there anybody else close? West Virginia was. They got beat by Iowa State this no, week. Nobody wants to play Iowa State. It's uh, in That's the that. hands of Texas and Oklahoma. Texas can afford a loss, I guess. Texas Tech played well the other night against TCU. Sure did. Texas did. has to play them still, and so they actually played some defense. That's right. Yep. And the uh, I'm telling you, LSU making a run for that college football playoff this yeah. year. I, I, that's you talk about. I had a weekend of what? I had, had two games. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was my weekend. How did that happen? How did that happen? <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, both. What? How did that happen? And congratulations to the Aggies winning on the road at South Carolina. Thank you. Thank you. It wasn't quite as impressive as the Tigers, but it was good. And Missouri knocked out the quarterback, right? 
They helped out who's ever next. Mm-hmm. Knocked out the quarterback, the wide receiver, yeah. and the defensive player. What did you think about the linebacker getting kicked out of that game? That was BS. <laughs> I'm sending that into the league. What's his name? Uh, Taze Hall. I got, I got home uh, from – we were actually at Legacy Hall. I was hoping I would, could watch uh, Mickey and Brian in, at Legacy Hall. Boy, we had some, show com- up there. some combative folks on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we I were bet watching, they all want to apologize we were, now. We were wow. watching. We were watching Texas <laughs> score less than half the amount of points they got on Mike Stoops' defense last week in beating Baylor twenty three seventeen. And came home. I saw. I turned it on and I saw two plays. That linebacker. What's his name for Tay, Missouri? Taze. Okay. Hall. Taze Hall. Hall. Yeah. Hall. Okay. And he took out some guard for Alabama on one play. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, he just. It was a helmet to the throat, yeah. basically. And then on the very next play, was it the running back? Yep. Okay. And Did you watch the in. game? I, no, I, just, I saw two plays. Those are the only two plays oh, okay. I saw. I just wondered. And then, and then he got kicked out of the game. Yeah. That's the second time he's been and kicked I, out. And I thought sure. that the, the play before probably got their attention. attention and mm. then when they saw it on a second straight play, he's out of here. Goodbye. Guess what the, what the point spread was on that game? 28. What was the final score? They won by 29. And guess how they got to 29? Missouri stopped them for the fourth consecutive time, which was the only team all year to stop them on four consecutive scoreless possessions at the two-yard line. And then they got a safety. (laughs) And that Uh, made it from 27 to 29. Uh, Meanwhile, the Cowboys won 40-7 to over Jacksonville. And Michael in Florida, you're first up on Talking Cowboys. Michael? Hey, how you guys there? Great. Great. I have two questions and then one statement for Broadus. All right. Uh, first question is, um, is Bryce Butler okay, and are they ever going to use him? And on the defense, is the back end safe, or should we look for more help? What was that can again? You, can the- you repeat the second question, please, sir? Uh, the back end on the defense, is it safe, or should we look for more help with the corners and safety? Okay. Okay, so you're probably talking about a woozier, right? Is that what we're worried about? Or, or are you just talking in general about the secondary? Oh, okay. okay. And well, they, I feel better about the secondary than a lot of spots on this team, honestly, especially add, the corners. And added C.J. Goodwin yeah. last week off of yeah, practice did, squad and Darian Thompson, a safety off of practice squad. You can, so you, get you got che- them for three games yeah, and at if, least. You know, we don't know Cheeto's status for this week, but you get him through this week, get him through the bye, and I think he'd be okay. Amazing. We haven't talked about Sean Lee either. Who may be ready this week? We don't know. Yeah, uh, or do they the wait? Things, things are going, going which means two weeks. Two more weeks. That's yeah. usually how they operate. But you know, when Leighton Vanderesh is like leading the NFL in tackles, yeah. you know they're doing they're doing all right. Three. He would get him. three more weeks right before he played a game if they don't use him against Washington. Right. And in fact, even an extra day after that, since it's a Monday, it's a night, Monday game night game after the after the bye. Good all right. Point. How about Bryce Butler? I have no answer for that. I mean, he got hurt. A practice, yes. growing injury. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he was he was a late he was a late scratch. Well, they warmed him up. He ran, I thought, okay, but I don't know how well he was cutting. He was running straight ahead, and on Friday when I left here, uh, it sounded pretty iffy that he was going to be available. Uh, there was also they were also worried about uh, who was the other guy? Thompson. Got hurt. Thompson. 
and they decided he could go. So one of the two probably wasn't going to go, and that's what Garrett was meaning on Friday when he said we have ways of getting more defensive linemen up because of some other circumstances. Awuzie never even had a helmet on the sideline, by the way. So he he wasn't going to play. And when uh, – was it Lewis went out, right? He got hurt and he had yes. to go out. Right. And yeah, they, went, they went three wide and the Cowboys went with their standard defense. They, yeah. they didn't bring in – Well, they got Xavier Woods who's been covered in the slot before. So yeah. that actually – That versatility. Yeah, that helped yeah. him a little bit, yeah. And now you got Tavon Austin who's dealing with a groin injury of his own. Uh, don't know his status for this week. So, you know, we'll see you on Bryce. They have depth. We all know they have depth at wide receiver. I mean, they he's just, not like hurting anything. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean having him I on mean, the roster. I think we talked about him. Like, if you wanted to shake things up, I a was kind of hopefully, I, I was kind of hopefully get to play. Yeah, and, and just you know, I mean, every every week I say I hope he gets to play, and then you know he doesn't get to play. Whether that's being uh, just inactive this week or being the guy that doesn't get, you know, he dresses and doesn't actually play in the game. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part of it, and I think it's a little disappointing, but, you know, the receivers played pretty well yesterday. I mean, I know there weren't a lot of targets, and I know there weren't a lot of catches, but the ones, the plays they had to make, you know, Gallup with the one was a big play. Uh, you know, Austin, you know, he only had a five-yard catch that got him close to a first down, but he helped him in the running game a little bit with some of the things he was able to do, so... You know, those guys, uh, you know. Rico had another catch. He yeah. did. And yeah. I, you mentioned the Gallup catch early. I thought that kind of set the tone. Like, okay, we're going to attack this defense. We don't fear you downfield. And have a rookie make a tough contested catch like that with Bouye all over him. Yeah. Uh, that was a good start offensively. I think and, the big thing was Dak pulling the trigger on the play. Well, that too. You know, yeah. it, it basically is back shoulder and, you know, and okay, we're coming at you. Yeah. And that's what we've seen from these young quarterbacks around the league. They're fearless in throwing downfield, you yeah. know. And in order to make plays downfield, you just got to go ahead and pull the trigger on it. It may be in your DNA to protect the football, but – Go for it. I mean, that's what's what you have to do now in this league. I thought the key word Jason used after the game pertaining to Dak, he said he threw the ball with conviction. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's right. exactly what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, okay, I think that guy's open. I'm firing that ball in there. Let's see what happens. And some good things happened. It's, it goes back along those lines. A couple of weeks ago I asked Jason, okay, how do you balance – protecting the football, you know, what you're supposed to do and, and valuing the football, but also making those throws. And he, he basically said, you, well, you just got to throw it, you know. Remember last week we talked about all the great quarterbacks, how many interceptions they had? <laughs> yeah, I remember Tony Romo saying, if you're not getting it, throwing interceptions, you're not trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to get four touchdown passes, okay, you might get intercepted once or twice, but you got to fire it in there. You know, he said something – Thursday, his day to talk, he said, we're, we're this close offensively. And I don't think anybody really bought into that. And look, there wasn't a lot of proof to say, oh, yeah, they are this close. But I think what he meant by it was that Houston game in particular, they, they could have won the game with two big plays, the end of regulation and overtime. They just didn't hit them. And they, like to Brian's point, they saw opportunities in the passing game, particularly with Cole. Yeah, and and with Tyler and, Patman and, covering him. Yeah, and mm-hmm. ways to counteract how aggressive Jacksonville wants to play. Okay, we can win our one-on-one matchups because they they're confident enough to cover us that way. And, is, and is, they did it. Is he a number one receiver now, Cole? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay, for a day, for yeah. a day, What's for this week. Tw- he's up to twenty-six now on the twenty-six catches on the season now. Yeah, 
after getting nine yesterday. That's right. For yeah. a, had a hundred yard game. He's the best Two receiver touchdowns. on this team, right? I mean, right. I don't think we, there's yeah, any that, question, there's no about, question that. about that. Yeah, I think he is. But you just need to get Michael Gallup going too, and yeah. hopefully he. Hopefully this was one of those games where he kind of saw himself making a couple of plays, even though he didn't get credit for the the touchdown to go snatch the ball the way he did against a quality secondary. I think that that that's got to be something he's got to kind of say, okay, I can do this. You know, I mean, remember the human log when he was. You know, we didn't know much about the human log there, old Antoine Woods in training camp, and all of a sudden once he gets in a little scuffle, you know, gets has some good work against. Yeah. Uh, Travis Frederick, and you know, might have been where Travis was starting to, you know, get sick. But effects, yeah. but he, but still, he something flipped, something flipped there, and he he got a little confidence that he could play in this league, and, and he's done a nice job. How about the human redwood? Well, that's where I was going next. Yeah. And you got, well, you got Antoine Woods, you got Malik Collins making plays, and we had David Irving at what ten to twelve snaps uh, when we speculated right. on Friday. How right. many did we wind he up with? Twenty. Up with twenty-two. I he think. told 22. me. He told me after the game, Marinelli told him ten to fifteen tops. Yeah. And he said, "I knew that was BS because they had Lawrence on a pitch count." And they had kind of Gregory, too. They wanted to kind of rotate those guys in. And he got his chances. He said his conditioning needs work. But the guy, if you watch it, he played three different positions. Played defensive end some. And he said the reason they did it was because they were trying to figure out which way Jacksonville was sliding to try to, you know, counteract what they're doing when they field that lineup. And so they wanted to move him and Lawrence out wide together. Yeah, put Lawrence on the right side there. He said he was still getting chipped. Yeah. You know, it's – you got to account for somebody when you field that lineup out there. I'll tell you what was impressive was with Gregory, excuse me, with David Irving, was his ability. Like when he got in there, one of the first play, he gets pressure. I mean, he you know he swats uh, you know can the center and swats his or the guard swats his hands. I'm thinking, oh, there's technique rush. And then you know he's now he's in on Blake Bortles right there, and you're going, okay, he hasn't forgot how to rush the passer. First snap yeah. in 318 days. Yeah. Not bad. Not I mean, bad. Calendar year. And he let everybody know he was in there. Yeah. It's, it was amazing. Yeah. And then Gregory, with seven, he only had 17 snaps, and I'm doing this off the top of my head. He had three tackles. Two of those were for losses. He had a sack and three quarterback hits. Yeah. That, that's pretty impressive. And he had started off just coming in on nickel uh, and, and kind of stayed that way. He played some regular downs. So they ended up with their, their defensive linemen – uh, Lawrence had 24 snaps, Taco 24 snaps, Irving 22, Armstrong 20, yeah. and Armstrong Gregory was, yeah. 17. Armstrong was a big part of that rotation. He Got was in start. there for Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Malik Collins with a sack. This is, I think, Jerry said after the game, this is what I've dreamed of this defensive line rotation, and he's had to wait for it because guys being out for a lot of different reasons. See, and Collins pointed out, and I thought it was a good point on his part. Uh, he said, I got a one-on-one pass rush, and he goes, when I saw the center go to the left, and I don't know if to his left, yeah. to, if it was Irving over there or who the guy was helping out with, he goes, I got a spin move to the center because it's wide yeah. open, yeah. into the middle, I should say. Right. And uh, he, Yeah, Can gave up two, the, the guard gave up two, he gave a sack on that particular play, Mickey's describing, they spun him again with, uh, with, um, with uh, Crawford, and Crawford, it forced... Bortles to have to go up in the pocket, and they tackled him right at the line of scrimmage. But that very well could have been a sack as well. So it's a good job of the defenders. You know, these guys, when they when they smell blood in the water, they were going. And, you know, that even the young guys were 
you know, having some really some quality rushes, and yeah, that's you got you got line, you got a, d- a defensive line that's attacking, you got linebackers that are filling and covering and doing all those things, and heck, you got backup guys in the secondary that were playing well too. So it was really overall that that defense has shown a, a lot of depth. Uh, for for uh, for them going forward. Here. I mean, think about who you weren't playing with. No Sean Lee, yeah. no Awuzier, yeah. and a halftime Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, Arguably three, what you thought were your three best defensive players. Not bad. Not bad. No, for that, uh, you know. And then if you get the offense rolling right along, that, that helps. You know, that's that. And we, we've never, we've, we felt like the defense, you know, we've seen, we've seen positive things from the defense. Just waiting to see the offense. And, you know, Mickey's talked a lot about protection and running the football and quarterback anticipating making some throws and hanging in there. And, you know, he did. All that came together for them. You know, and then you got the field goal kicker you pick up off the trash heap. And, he, you know, he's he's on his way. He's making 54-yard, 55-yard field goals. I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's what you got to have. The other thing is you get 17 points off three drives in Jacksonville territory. Those yeah. takeaways are not – short fields are pretty cool, man, when they need. get them. You know? Helps out. Jim Nance said they found themselves a really good young kicker. I'm going, him. no, he's not so young. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but he's I kicking his awfully age well. He's he 28, turns, right? He turns 29 next month. Yeah. But yeah. That's, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. That's he's okay. he's that's young right. in the NFL. That's right. He's yeah. young. He's – 30 years younger than Jim Nance. <laughs> they scored. If you don't count that, if you don't count that last possession when they basically took some of the starters out and Rush came in after Zeke got his 100 yards, they scored on 8 of 10 possessions. Yeah. That's pretty darn good. Nobody saw it coming, not even you. All right, we're going to take more. But who called the victory? You didn't. Okay, uh, three did of us too. did. I didn't. Yeah. Look, I didn't feel good about it. I should have flipped a coin what right here in the studio. What was your score? You remember? I just I said it was going to be a grinded out game because offensively, what twenty three twenty? I had. Remember you? You said I was as doing crazy it. as Mickey sounds. I have to agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> I had 18 15. Yeah. 18. Oh, that's, that's right. right. On, field goals. Right. On six Brett Maher field almost, goals. You almost, so got, you almost got that right. That's exactly got that right. right. Yep. And by the way, Jim Nance and Tony Romo will be doing yes. the Cowboys Redskins game this Sunday. It's CBS. A big game. CBS doing an NFC East matchup for the first time in 25 years. Nance said he was calling the game with Randy Cross okay. the last time they did it. I want <laughs> I think they're going to get him because Tony told me on Friday that he was he had that game. So yeah. that's right. They have Romo is doing the game two straight Cowboy games, and then he'll also be doing the game in Atlanta on February third. So this is a new thing. This is like wait, wait, you didn't get that. The yeah. game in Atlanta on yeah. February third. February third. Right. I think I picked Jacksonville right. to be in I that game. Oh, that's where. Oh, yeah. Sorry. For some this reason after, after I thought Jacksonville you there? just misspoke. You know. <laughs> Maybe it's a rematch. Jacksonville, Minnesota, I don't know. All right, we continue on Talking Cowboys and take more of your phone calls at 888-855-2297 in a moment. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. 
Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Oh no, now we got to do Jack Black, right? Yes, no, oh, not no. We. You got to use we, you, Mickey. You got to use what the pros use or what I use because in Jack Black you get four faves, right? Is that what they have in the referee locker room? Oh, wow. Here are it my faves right here. Thickening shampoo when you have hair like me. Is that your pocket? You got to have thickening shampoo. <laughs> you also have to have face buff when you get older. That's two faves right there. So Rob doesn't qualify yet for face buff. He doesn't beard need lube. it because he's not old enough. Beard right? lube. That's beard Here's the butter. Oh, I love the beard right. lube. Yeah. And I think I have one more for my fave in here. It's the new stuff. Post-shave gel. Look at right Mickey there. coming up with all Santa. the product right in front Four of Four faves, and I'm going to use them here in about 20 minutes. You shower here at the star? I am going to. Okay. Now if you just get the name of the what company right. What is the right? difference? What is the problem with you two old guys not showering? <laughs> I understand like Hellman. I, I don't I worked, get I worked out. Mm. And uh, then drove Hellman. here. <laughs> yeah. At least I didn't Hellman doesn't Old guys shower. need to shower. Yeah, though, what's right? up? I mean, Tiny Jim. I'm going home to shower at right yeah, after Michigan. That doesn't have help to, us at all. Right, we thanks. have to drive 40 minutes to get here I in try. the rain. And oh. since we pushed back the start time to 10:30 today, I decided to get my workout in prior to the oh, show. Good. But otherwise, if we go at 9:30, I work out after the show. Yeah. So hmm. that's my plan of attack and by the way Ka- yes kaboo mm-hmm. texas is coming to at&t stadium may 10th through the 12th and y'all realize that's not your typical festival right no it's people that bathe it's big time stuff <laughs> jack black will have a, ca- a booth i'll start coughing <laughs> Kabu, Texas offers an adult escape. There you go, the bathe. Yeah. (laughs) Uniquely curated to appeal to all five of your senses with world class music, 
hilarious comedy. This is world-class music right here. Absolutely. Incredible cuisine, craft libations, inspiring contemporary art, and personal indulgences. It's May 10th through the 12th at AT&T Stadium. Go to kabootexas.com. That is spelled K-A-A-B-O-O. Texas.com. Cruising down the 405 on that one? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 5405. Can't see. Yeah. How about we uh, head to Hawaii next? It's got to be Denny? Denny. Denny. Hello, Denny. Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha, you guys. Aloha. Um, aloha. Um, just want to say that I'm uh, looking forward to see you guys in all star sports stores. Uh, Mickey, hopefully can meet you there. Good. And um, I just want to talk about, like, you know, the unit as offensive line, they've been struggling, but, you know, like, um, Looney hasn't been the problem, but sure. how he has gotten better as far as, like, his assignment, you know, adjusting to his assignments, getting the line called and stuff like that. And I just want to know what you guys thought about that. All right. Thank you guys so much, and see you guys in a couple of weeks. Sounds great, Aloha. Denny. Well, look, for safe you. travels. You know, what's funny, those Jacksonville linebackers, I mean, I'm looking at the tackle. Telvin Smith had – he had 10 tackles, and then Jack had five. Boy, but I didn't feel like that – they I were a factor. I didn't feel like they were a factor at all in that game. Right. No. Yep. Matter of fact, on the Beasley, the, the touchdown he had where he was crossing the middle, I think Miles Jack, like, vacated an area where Beasley was, you know, ended up, and then, boom, catches the ball and turns it upfield and gets it to – but I just didn't feel like that, you know, if you just said, oh, Smith had 10 tackles and Jack had five? Oh, okay. I didn't, you know, <laughs> someone's, I feel like someone's got to make tackles. And, yeah. And, I felt well, like that Vanderish and Smith, if you said, okay, who outplayed who of the, of the linebackers? Yeah. I felt like that Vanderish and Smith outplayed those two, and those two are pr- pretty damn good linebackers. Well, so. the Cowboys had 73 snaps. Yeah. So. The, somebody had to make some tackles. I was yeah. getting ready to but say I, that's their most of the year, and it is. See, the thing with Looney though is that some, you know, some with some second level. So, see, that's where you, you know, that's where you got to notice Joe. I mean, he's getting. I think he's getting to the point now where we're seeing him more on the pulls and stuff, and getting the second level and some space stuff. But yeah, the, the the communication. That's something that Jason Garrett's talked about. That this is a team that's going to go on the road again this weekend, and hopefully. Uh, you know, the, some of the things that they could build on communication-wise yeah. that we saw in this game could, you know, could help them next week. I, you know, you always worry about playing, you know, Washington and stuff. They got a good little front, not little. It's a big front. Mm-hmm. You know, just watch them a little bit this morning. But uh, yeah, hopefully Joe Looney. He 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 hasn't been he hasn't been the problem. No, he hasn't been the problem. I mean, he's he's been far from the problem. But again, the communication stuff is something that, you know, that you're, you're going to lose. You're going to lose that when you don't have Travis Frederick. And that's, I, and it's not just specific to him. It's also Alan Hearns told us last week, he missed two signals in the, in the Texans game. Yeah. Just, just not looking at Dak, not, you know, and that's just pre-snap stuff. Some of that's just new faces, new, but just, it's just poise. It's just having poise on the road with a pretty young football team. I thought it was a collective problem on the offensive line. It wasn't Looney. It yeah. wasn't Connor Williams. It right. was somebody, every other, you know. They all took a turn at bat. And even the tight ends. And then in this game, I, I guess it was the 
Dak touchdown run, Jarwin and Swain were out front and gave them gave them a Smith, block. Smith, Jarwin, and Swain. All and matter of fact, Jarwin got such a good block that it drove he his guy two, right? into Barry Church. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if they could keep doing that, yeah, know, that's, that's Jarwin right there. Yeah. yeah, I haven't said that very much. I know. Right. But, yeah. Jarwin blocking. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Conor McGregor got him fired. Do you up, like what you know? what Bortles said after the game? It no, was, what he said. It was a wasted trip. <laughs> That's two in a row for them, Kansas City and yeah, Dallas. Yeah, they need to get home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They, and they got Houston at home this week. Do so, they? yeah. A really good interview, by the way, with, afterwards with Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. You see that one? Yeah. That was a lot of one-word answers. You know what? If you're going to run your mouth, you got to run it bef- You know, when you win and when you lose. You don't <laughs> sit there and act like, you know, Bleh. Now I can't talk. Duh. Yeah. I, I got nothing. <laughs> no, we'll take your nothing home. He Mark did say. He did say Mark something. That. He said, "Hey, do you guys feel like you know? Do you feel like it?" They asked him. He said, "Do you feel like the uh, the number one ranked defense?" And he goes, "Well, we we're not playing like it." Well, so. they're number two now. I think Malik Jackson said we straight up got our ass kicked or some, yeah. something to that. I always effect. admire the guy that says that. Yeah, I always I mean, admire that guy. I always admire. Fun to, uh, what can you coach. say? No, what do you mean, say? Yeah. The head coach blamed it on miscommunications. Yeah. So they asked him about miscommunications. <laughs> yeah. By the by, the way, I was just looking at Jacksonville's schedule. Okay, they were at Kansas City and then here. They they're home to play Houston. I was just looking. Got they got to be going to London. They got to be going to London. and they're going to London. Play Philly right after. So they're just making a pit stop in Jacksonville to play Houston. Then they're headed to London to play the Eagles. They yeah. get their bye week after that, and then they're on the road again at Indianapolis. This thing could be cratering real this, quickly. Here. This league is so my Super Bowl crazy. team. Since they're yeah. so close, do they not? I mean, would you pick go Houston over early? They, yes, I would. Yeah. At this point, I pick. I pick Houston to beat Jacksonville. It's at Jacksonville. I tell you, no. Okay, no. Well, okay, but it's going to be a close game, probably. Yes, and then but they got Philly after that. I mean, they see could be that, looking that, at that's your straight. hope. That's your hope that you don't want them to lose that that Houston game because you want them with some momentum to if you're a Cowboy oh, fan to play Philly. Yeah, yeah, you want right. and see they they've done they do this London trip every year. They yeah, give up so a home to game it. to play in London. Right. So because their owner that's his residency. Do so, they go up go over on Thursday? They, they don't make they a week of it. No, they? no, they generally go early because the promotional stuff for them. I mean, the people in actually in London have adopted them as their team mm-hmm. because they play there every year now. I mean, that's their owner is, you know, he owns Fulham, the, the soccer team there. And so, you know, that's, that's his business and stuff over there. So, yeah, I, I think if you're a Cowboys fan and you want to cheer for chaos in the division, you cheer for Jacksonville to win and then get on that plane and go find a way to beat Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You're cheering for all the AFC South teams that you haven't played or exactly uh, to, to have success. Yeah. I mean, Houston's still got to play Philly, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm cheering in Washington too, right? They got to play. So, so Washington's a half game up, right? Just yeah, because of bye games. No uh-huh. thanks right. to Carolina. Right. So if the Cowboys had awful. gotten out of Houston with a win, they would have been four and two. Four, four, four and two. two. That would be the third best record in the NFC. There's only and, two. And despite everything we've said about them, the first you know six what, weeks though, of the season. The way I look at that is, if they had gotten that win, then they probably don't do this against Jacksonville. Or or, 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 they, or they beat Detroit. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. But I'm just I just look around the league, and there's a you just lot have of, to put some together now. Yeah, you've got to I find a to. way to say, okay, you know, it, it, it could play right for you. If you beat Washington, you got the bye. Then you got a struggling Tennessee team at home that looks like they they can't protect anybody. So, I mean, you just got to put some together and then figure out, okay, 
then you get you get maybe a, a loss here or there by somebody in front of you, and you but you know but you get to play Philly twice. Mm-hmm. You know, after after Tennessee, sure would be nice to be after Tennessee five and three. Yeah. going into the heart of that yeah. schedule. It's exactly. just you look There's around only... the league, and it's and it's you got the Pats as always, and Chiefs look great. Rams are undefeated, and it's just a bunch of stuff. It's just a bunch of stuff in the middle. And the Cowboys... that, that Jacksonville team beat New England. Yeah, earlier right. in the that's, year. You, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. just hard to gauge anything. It really is. We got like you said, Brian. Big game this week. We're going to find out if what we just saw was legit or not. This I is mean, where this is where you. This is, and I'm going to throw this out to you guys and see if you think about it. Remember last year they had a great AFC dominating win, not a 40 to seven, but a dominating. I thought a well played game overall against Kansas City. Uh huh. And then they turn around and went to Atlanta. And just got smashed. I mean, the score didn't, but it, but they got smashed. The whole Zeke thing, though. This yeah. Just but see, that's thrilled. what I'm saying. This team needs to not have that happen. Right. Not have a great win over you think a quality team, and then go to Washington. But now, hey, this this quarterback's four and zero against Washington. That, that's a different team too. With 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 Smith playing quarterback now too. Mm-hmm. I know we'll get into the Redskins, but I just don't want it to be the. Okay, you have a great win, and then you forget everything that you did, and you turn out there and you lay a big fat egg. Well, <laughs> just don't don't get Zeke suspended. Don't get Tyron Smith hurt. Yeah, maybe you have a, a chance. chance because that game was ten seven at halftime. Yeah, the Atlanta game. We was. felt yeah. a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. I know, but yeah. it was ten seven at halftime. Only the Rams and the Saints have more than three wins in the NFC. So only two out of sixteen teams have more than three wins. Somebody's going to figure this thing out, uh-huh. and, and, as, and I hope it's not the Eagles. And as Zeke said, and I should have checked with Kent if he had this cut. He was talking about going to Washington, and he said, he said it, it's something that we need to do, meaning win next week. He goes, I mean, if we keep not winning on the road, we're not going to make the playoffs. And I mm. thought that he, they understand that. Yeah. Oh, this didn't solve everything. <laughs> You're on pace to go eight and zero at home and zero and eight. That's eight yeah. and eight. That ain't going to get you in. Well, you yeah. never know. But it might this year. More than two teams have got to make it, right? <laughs> All right, we got time for Paul in New York. Paul, you're on Talking Cowboys. Yes, how you doing, guys? Great. Love the show. Um, two questions. First of all, I don't understand why they don't target Gallup the whole game. Sure. It's like every every time they do good on offense, the first half – I mean, he has really good catches. And then the second half, you don't see him anything of the guy. Right. And I, I just don't get that. He has so much upside. I know you talked about it, but how can we get him targeted the entire game? And my second question is, um, on passing plays, why don't they increase Rico's uh, uh, snaps and take away Blake Jarwin because on passing plays, I don't see Jarwin doing much of anything. And I think I, I know uh, Rico doesn't have much experience. He's going to make mistakes, but you give him more experience. You give him more snaps on passing plays. He's going to gain that experience. Anyway, I'll let you guys okay. answer 
Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Paul. And we're almost out of time. We'll explore more into it tomorrow. But He's right on Gallup. He yeah, I, one I, target the second half. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely – I don't know why. And I think that from what you've seen, though, from the first half of this game – I think the coaches are going to make an effort to get him the ball more. I, I just, I think there's, there's no. He's starting to get feel a little bit better about his experience and things like that. He's learning. I'm all for it, and I, I agree with the caller on that. And uh, check out, check us out on Tuesday. We'll go Rico versus Blake Jarwin a yeah, little bit. Sounds uh, good tomorrow as well. Help me remember that, okay, guys? Shall. And we will see you again tomorrow here Jack on Black Time Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-